Welcome to the Rabbit Hole. Episode 52, Season 2. everybody doing today my name is Tom I'm Tammy how is everybody doing welcome to the rabbit hole and thank you everybody for the last glorious 51 episodes and everybody that has enjoyed the show like I said if you guys got anything you want to talk about most of you got my number you can text me email me do whatever you want whatever poison you prefer and we can kind of go from there so I've been thinking about how to correct a lot of these problems. So, you know, most of us already know that one of the common problems that we had was one, the election cycle. So let's go over that because one guy, he said that the states ought to be voted by their electoral votes by the number of counties that voted for a certain how do you want to say person or whatever party you want to say and I got thinking about it and I was trying to make it as fair as possible and the only way I can think about making it as fair as possible is just like the Senate they have to have a two-thirds majority to pass it So, instead of winning the majority of the counties in the state to get the electoral votes, they have to win two-thirds of the majority of the counties. So that way, it wouldn't teeter on just one or two counties in a state. It would force the candidates or the current sitting president to pay more attention to other counties in the state. But it's got to be a two-thirds majority. Now, yes, you can say, well, there's other counties that, you know, they're just going to single out them counties. But still, that's not two-thirds. That's only, like, at the most, three And here's the reason why I say we do this. Because number one, we've seen too many times where a larger populace of the state has voted and has caused numerous heartaches to the rest of the state just because you have a bunch of ignorant liberals that live confined like fucking sardines in a certain city or a certain town. So... With the election, in order to get the electoral votes from each state, you have to win two-thirds of that. Mm -hmm. Now, the only way we can make that happen is we're going to have to 
we're going to have to do another thing, but we can rectify a lot of other problems like not only the electoral college and the way the states voted, but also in the elections and how many terms a senator or a representative can sit. We already know the president can only sit twice, but it seems like everybody in the Senate or in the House goes as many times as they freaking want because people seem to think, well, he was sitting in there before. He's that, he's that good of an individual. Well, you know what? I used to believe that too, but that's not entirely true because even good milk spoils in the fridge. And sometimes you don't really get to see what the individual is actually really doing. Like, I promise I wouldn't, wouldn't mention Ben Sass's name until after he's been in there. We've seen what Sass is. We, see, we know what he's like, and we know that he is not a team player. Especially for the state of Nebraska. And if he's not one for the state of Nebraska, how the hell do you expect him to be one for this country? So... We'd have to open up the Constitution so we can get to the Bill of Rights, which means we're going to have to have a convention of states. We have a convention of states, and in there we could put the Electoral College, where instead of it's just going by the populace, by the vote, it goes, we treat each county just like it was a representative of each individual state or the or like the state sitting senators where you have to win it by a two-thirds majority. On top of which, we get rid of all, there is no more uh, lobbyists. Lobbyists have been bad. There's been good lobbies and there's been bad lobbyists, but we can, we're gonna, in order to get this problem fixed, we're going to have to eliminate all lobbyists there can't be no more lobbyists we can't have it it's it's bad juju it's a bad thing we can't do it it's it's got to go it's just got to go plain and simple so the other things there's a couple other little ones and you know if you got anything you want to add to it you know shoot me a text and then i'll bring it up in the next podcast but the other thing i want to bring up is you know everybody says you know we got to get you know we got to get rid of the police department and i have to agree with them what hear me out what hear me out we you take the current police departments and you you migrate them into the sheriff's department and the reason that you do that is because the only elected the highest law enforcement officer in any county is the sheriff. The sheriff is the only one that is ever mentioned in the Constitution. I could be wrong. I don't. I think he is. I think he's mentioned in the Constitution. I'd have to look that up. Hold on. We're going to take a look. According to Wikipedia, Article 9, Section I of the Constitution specifies that sheriffs shall be elected by the qualified voters of their respective counties for a term of four years and shall have such qualifications, powers, and duties as provided by general law. So, there you have it. I was, I was correct on that. 
Now, the reason I say that needs to be migrated into the sheriff's department is because the sheriff is the only one that is accountable only to the people. He's not accountable to a mayor. He's not accountable to the governor. He's accountable to the people because he is the only one elected in office. There is nothing in there that says that the chief of police or, uh, you know, any other entity in a local police department is done that way. Butler County no longer has a sitting police department in David City. It's all been migrated into the sheriff's department. Counties need to take note. That needs to be done because that is your last line of defense, believe it or not. Because the sheriff will tell people, I'm not going to enforce that law and there's no way you can make me enforce it. And he has the authority and the right, the constitutional right, to do so because he is defending the Constitution and the people's rights of that county. So, that is my proposal, and that is what needs to be done. I didn't come up with the idea. I can't remember the guy's name on TikTok that came up with it, but I got to say, it's brilliant. It is brilliant, because here's the deal. If you had these situations look how many times you've seen on the news where a sheriff said i'm not enforcing this law because it's unconstitutional so if you get rid of the police department and have the sheriff the deputies are assigned by who the sheriff oh, okay and how many can he have however many he needs from the police department to make and who, who funds that the county so the county funds. So it's taxes. Yes. Oh, okay. Well, at least our taxes but will be going to something. unlike the chief of police, who is accountable to the mayor, like if you have a situation like in Portland, where the mayor is telling the cops to do this and not to do that, because, you know, you can't do that because it's your job. This is where you got to elect somebody that's got a strong, moral, high ground to go against that flow and say hey you can't tell me what to do if you're if they're violating the law they will be arrested plain and simple that's how that works there is nowhere now mind you i am not taking anything away from any current sitting law enforcement officers i will back you 100 percent of the time i just don't agree that the process that you're working with allows you to do your job that is why you need a sheriff in place to do so with the sheriff in place he is the elected official he will take the hit he will be the one that's held accountable the chief of police is not mentioned in the constitution for good reason like i said you run into a situation like what you have now and like Portland, like in Seattle, like in any of the big towns. You look, they have that situation where the city mayor, the sitting city mayor thinks he's a little bitty king and there is no checks and no balance against him if he starts to do things and goes rogue. You need to have that form of checks and balance. You need to have somebody else to have that checks and balance. 
Not where you just have somebody that just keeps on sitting in there, sitting in there, sitting in there like a chief of police. He just sits there, sits there, sits there, sits there, or she sits there, sits there, sits there. I don't think they're even voted in. I really don't. And with that being said, the only way you can do it is to vote in a sheriff. The sheriff will maintain, will have accountability. If the sheriff needs to deputize people to help with his job, then he's going to deputize people to help with the job. If you are a multimedia platform and you fall under the 203C clause, and if you do not allow people to have that freedom of speech, here's what starts to happen when you start to take away freedom of speech. When you start to take away freedom of speech, you lose diversity. Well, they're taking away freedoms of much more than speech. Well, they're doing all, all sorts of things. I mean, but when you start taking away the freedom of speech, you take away diversity, you take away any any form of, you know, other ideas that could possibly come out and be helpful. You can't have it. Because then all of a sudden it goes into a tyrannical t- form, of, form of mind where... Your ideas are bad, regardless how good they are, and these ideas are better. Even though they've never, they've been tried and failed time and time and time and time again. Just like what we're seeing now. So if you are a multimedia outlet and you fall under that 203 clause, mm-hmm. and you start censoring people, CEOs... Are need need to be held accountable and put on trial. Plain and simple, because if you can't control your own people down there and trust you, ha- you hired these people to do this. But the thing is, in this case, it's coming directly from the top. So what you need to do is start setting examples by doing that, and not just set an example by doing it, not just jail time. Hit him in the wallet where it counts. Jail time just takes time away from them. But if you take the money away from them, you take their finances away from them, you take their property away from them, then you start hitting somewhere. The next person that takes that position is going to be very, very mindful about what is happening. And I promise you, it won't happen in the immediate future. Because somebody's going to try it again. Prompt. Yeah. That, that's just the way humans are. They, it seems like, it's like, hey, you see what happened to John? Yeah, they screwed him over, took his money, took his house, took his property, took his yacht, took his boat, took his island. They took everything. He's living out on the streets now. Yeah, but I think I got a plan around that. So you got to keep on doing it. And the thing is, is you got to keep up on it. You got to keep up on it. And you got to be able to enforce the Constitution. Just like case in point, the thing that uh, the sheriff in Ranson County in Wisconsin is doing an investigation. He said this is not political. He got a complaint from somebody that said, hey, this is what they're doing in nursing homes to the people that are voting. They're still... 
um, doing horrible things to people in the nursing home. What a lack of respect for our elders. I have no words. And what he's trying to do is to bring it to light and held, hold people accountable. The Arizona Attorney General in Maricopa County. Same thing. He is, or the, you know, the district attorney down there. He's, he's doing the same thing. And yes, there is going to be people that are going to probably go to jail. Hopefully they'll go to, not just to jail, they're going to go to prison. And hopefully not just go to prison. I hope they sit there and they take all their money, take everything they got, put, put whatever it is to the fullest extent of the law against them. You know, with the due process put into place, the guy is found guilty, he's charged, they give him the maximum penalty that they could possibly give him. Well, I tell you what, when he's old and he goes into a nursing home, it'll be the same thing. Yeah, but Trapped inside a building. It Until he dies. It don't matter, though. It don't matter. It, it's got to be done sooner than that. Not, you know, we do it to our elders, so, you know, when he gets old and gets trapped into a nursing home and COVID's around and they lock them down and no one's allowed to see them and then they die all alone, like we're doing to the, our elders now, you know. That's why I need a rich person. I want to open up houses for our elderly so they can live in homes and be out instead of trapped inside a prison because that's what nursing homes are now. They're a prison. A prison where you go and you die. It's just like paying. It's just like taxes. And then they take everything from you when you put put them in the nursing home. You're not you're no longer in a in a plant you're no longer in a plantation. They got a different plantation. And you can never break away from it. Well, I know that, but just the way it is. But see, when they put you in that nursing home, they take every dime that you have because you're not allowed to have any money. So everything you worked for all your life is gone too. So let's just age out people really, really quick and stick them in the nursing home and let them see how everybody else feels. So what else is up in the news besides uh, Ranson County and Wisconsin? Uh... Jan Saki has got tested positive for COVID. Ah. You know, red on the head like a dick on a dog. Uh, <laughs> shouldn't have said that, but oh well. I digress. Uh, what else is there? Mm, there's a couple other things listed, but these thoughts have been going through my mind, and they, you know that I've been talking about, and it's. We got to do something about it. And efforts have got to be made to start at the grassroots movement. So we got to start at the county level. If we start at the county level, we will be protected. We will be protected. And we will be somewhat sheltered from the impacts from up above because they'll have no way to come and enforce an unconstitutional law if you have the right sheriff in place because he will stand up for it. And the people in the county will back him. They will back him up. Because, you know, you think about it, in the Constitution, it's about freedoms. It's about 
Tammy having the freedom to do this and wanting, if she wants to go do this, she can go do this because these are rights that were given to her by God, not by man. And it becomes a point to where they cannot take them away. But that's what they're doing right now is they're taking all them away. Mm, yeah. Well, they brainwash children. Right? They're brainwashing children. And they then locking our elders away in a prison. Hmm. We're the last line of defense before they lock us away in a prison. The kids are locked away in a prison, too. Then they come out here and they're put in prison because of taxes. Mm -hmm. So, comes into taxes. Let's, let's talk about taxes. This progressive rate that they got is bullshit. Every country that we've ever gone into, we told them the best tax system that they can implement is a flat tax. A flat tax. But we don't do that here. No, no. We don't do it Belize here. does it. They take 10% out of your paycheck. 10% out of your paycheck. And there is no income tax other than that. There's no taxes when you buy stuff. There's no taxes when you... No taxes besides that. <coughs> oh, wrong hole. <coughs> A wrong tube. Either way, that didn't sound right. <laughs> anyway, that is that is just some of my thoughts. I mean, if somebody's got other thoughts, please text me, let me know, and uh, we'll we'll bring it up to you know bring it up on the next podcast. If you got a better idea on how to do things, uh, but you know these are just these are just simple thoughts. The other thing I want to put in is if you can't put a bill down on the senate floor or the house floor introduce a bill on the house floor to the senate in two pages or less it doesn't need to be up there that's all i can say yeah. yep so like i said i just want to thank you guys uh and Tammy wants to thank you guys all for listening. Appreciate. We do really appreciate it. It's always nice to see, you know, hey, you know, today we got like nine people that liked our podcast or listened to it. And I just want to thank you all from the bottom of my heart. Uh, what you guys do is simply, simply amazing. Thank you. And like I said, if you guys want us to talk about something or if you want to bring up something in a previous podcast... Please, please, I beg of you, call me, text me, email me, email Tammy. You have our information on the website, and most of you already have our information personally. Let us know. We'll cover it. My name's Tom. I'm Tammy. Hey, we'll talk to you all later on the flip side. See ya. <laughs>